I've been trying to practice saying sax facts. Facts, facts, so that it does not sound like I'm saying sex facts because every time I try to translate the the transcript, it says sex facts. Oh, I'm I'm trying sax. That's your phone. Sax facts. Are you doing it on your phone or your laptop? On my laptop. What you be looking up? No, I'm trying to. I'm Shannon. And I'm Lisa. And you're listening to Black Tivities. A celebration of all things Black. Black culture, Black history, Black perspectives, and Black panache. Celebrating our Blackness doesn't mean exclusion. Everybody's invited, but you gotta come in and have a seat. So let let the the Black Tivities begin. Hello, everybody. I'm Shannon. With the yin to my yang, my co-host, Mona Lisa. Hey, y'all. We are your hosts for Black Activities Podcast. White people, you know we love you, right? But y'all be on some other stuff sometimes. But they mean well, though, Shannon. They mean well, as my cohort would say. Bless it. Bless it. Bless it. I'm sure ain't no white people listening to a podcast called Black Activities, but I'm willing to bet. You never know. That, that's true. <laughs> never know. But it's probably like one. I'm willing to bet every black person has a story about when they know the white person didn't mean it like that, but they most definitely did not understand that that was not the move. Right. So. I, we want to jump into this, but first we need to take care of business. All right. Um, first plan of action. We need some help, guys. If y'all really love this podcast, okay, you will make sure you share it with the people, your friends, family, is coworkers. Okay. Let's uh, put everybody on notice. We're trying our best to bring great content, but we want to make sure our community um step up and come hang out with us and also the more information y'all provide to us the greater the content okay so uh and and entertainment i have to say that too in the podcast yes (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) so in the podcast world more downloads equals more opportunities to monetize and continue to improve the quality of our production so we can continue to bring you the content that represents our experiences our perspectives okay we should be telling our stories and that means so much so much um to hear what you have to say so that's what we're trying to do with activities so please help us grow so that our voices can be amplified and by our we mean black people yes yes um, also, we want to put a spotlight on one of our black businesses that assisted us, assisted us with the recent Juneteenth drawing that turned out very well. Yep. Um, it is Arthur J. Plumbing Service. OK, now he wanted me to give this whole spiel about his slogan of how he laying pipe and all this. But, sir, <laughs> great example of working with black businesses. Never a dull moment. <laughs> so. Uh, no, but seriously, um, he is a licensed plumber and he can be contacted at 
3873. Okay. Uh, remember Arthur Dre plumbing, plumbing service, <laughs> and he is there for commercial and residential services. So let's jump into it. Lisa, if you know me, you know, I love everybody. Like I just want everybody to get along mm-hmm. and I am really fascinated by cultural differences. Like I even took a class at my church where, um, they were teaching about cultural differences and um, I really was like into it and enjoyed it. Um, I wish I had a set of girlfriends that looked like a rainbow personally, um, because I just kind of feel like our differences should not only be acknowledged, but also celebrated because everybody has something that's different about them. And I feel like we can learn from everybody. So I'm that person that wants to ask a lot of questions about, what stuff is and what it means in people's cultures, except I don't ask a lot of questions because I don't really like talking to people. Mm, yeah, Introvert problems. I understand. Yep. How I ended up in podcasting. I don't know. That's a whole nother story, but I don't feel like a lot of other cultures feel that same curiosity about our culture. Like, I don't really feel like they seem interested in knowing how we think and why, and like, especially white people. And when I've encountered white people who are curious, like I know they mean well, but they don't typically approach in the right way. And I'm just not easily offended. So they, they probably got the right one when they approached me because I'm not the one that's going to pop off. Like some other people might. <laughs> I ain't say no. The yin to my yang. <laughs> All right. Let me chill out. Come on, Shanna. Let's bring us some sax facts. Okay. <laughs> I've been trying to practice saying sax facts. Sax facts. So that it does not sound like I'm saying sex facts. Because every time <laughs> I try to translate the the transcript it says sex facts oh i'm I'm trying sex that's your phone sex facts are you doing it on your phone or your laptop on my laptop what you be looking up no i'm trying to (laughs) 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 anyway so here's sex facts White people who mean well, which will here on out be referred to as three dubs. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, it probably does not make sense, but I don't want to keep saying white people who mean well. So I'm just going to call them three dubs. So when I say three dubs, you know, I'm talking about white people who mean well. Well, right. let, Let me put a quick disclaimer out there. We know we're acknowledging you mean well. We know that you're not doing it on purpose. Right. Okay. We know this, but okay. I just want to put that disclaimer out there. That's, that's, come on. Bless your hearts. Yes. So anyway, three dubs have been around as long as we have in this country. White abolitionists fought to end slavery alongside free black people. The women's rights movement shared black stories of hardship. They meant well. They were trying to help. But a lot of three dubs fighting to end slavery was like, Hey, we just gonna help y'all get freedom. 
Like, y'all don't say nothing about um, all that equality stuff. Daffy. Right. And Elizabeth Katie Stanton and Susan B. Anthony, you remember learning about them in school? Yeah, they was like, oh, black men want to vote too? Well, I don't know about all that. Like, we're trying to protect black women. And, you know, these N-words, they're violent and they're not going to do nothing but enslave the black women. Right? So why do y'all want want them to vote? And so they actually opposed the 15th Amendment, which gave black men the right to vote. In more recent history, there were some three dubs in Brooklyn who wanted to do a noble thing by helping to integrate the previously majority minority school for international studies. So their enrollment numbers at the school were low and all the white kids went to these three other schools in the area and they were ridiculously overcrowded. So they got a group of three dubs together to start enrolling their kids at the school and they started raising mad funds. They started a French dual language program, which all sounds good. Okay, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. But they realized that they had left all the former minority students behind and their programs were really only benefiting themselves. So there's a whole podcast out there. It's really good. If you haven't listened to it, it's called Nice White Parents. So you should check that out. Okay, I think I'm definitely in. Over the years, we've started to notice some consistent redub characters. So I gave them names. They include but are not limited to. There's the great debater. This is the three dub that wants to play devil's advocate all the time and tries to gaslight you when you're discussing issues or instances of racism or they make excuses for they try to explain what other white people's behavior was about. Why you want to go and start all this shit? Okay, don't don't we got to let the past go. Yeah. That's that person. Then you have the guilty as charged, right? They are the master of white guilt. So they feel bad about how black people have been treated in the past and or things that they might have done to contribute to the structures of racism. And they just want to apologize for it. They might even cry or use the heaviness as like a cop out to not have to always address structural racism. I had somebody tell me when all the... um, racial stuff was going on in 2020 like oh it's just so heavy how you think we feel so heavy interesting yeah interesting let me tell you what else was heavy that damn (laughs) hose they turned on us right (laughs) that That man knee on that man neck yeah that that, that That was heavy but okay we digress then we got the teacher's pet And that's the person who they are curious about things with black culture, but they want you to teach them about your plight and they want you to tell them what they should do, but they may or may not do their own work. They just kind of put the burden on you to educate them on black history and black experiences. Okay. We also have the, Ooh, watch me, watch me. Right. 
That's the person that wants to be seen doing anti-racist work, but they may or may not actually do anything of depth. They just want to be seen as a good person. And so they show up at all the protests and they participate in the social media wokeness campaigns. They're there so you can see that they're there. And then they leave. Yeah. And then we have the white savior. The white savior thinks that they know what's best for the black community and they know how to save them from all their pain and suffering. Most of them are politicians. Politicians. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They probably don't actually listen to black voices or try to highlight them. They're just kind of like the hero coming in to save black people. Yep. And we have the I Got Black Friends person. So this person swears that they're not racist. After all, their best friend is black and they don't have anything to do with slavery. They deny any privilege because they have struggles too. They may even swear that they experience reverse racism. And the last character is the I see you right they want to make sure that you know that they see you so they overcompensate they always have to acknowledge you and your perspective they bring up race when it's not even necessary like it had nothing to do with race and they're always commenting on how beautiful your hair and your skin is and any other cultural representation that you're displaying do you know any of these characters It happens to me every day, baby girl, but go ahead. Well, that's Sax Facts. All right. I like how you broke it down. I like how you broke it down in different categories. And it was very respectful and tasteful. And it it gave, you know, you, the explanations was perfect. I like how you you did that. I, I really do. So let's talk about this. Let's share our experiences when, what you said, they caught three dubs? Three dubs. Okay. So when have you ever experienced a three dub situation? So there's two in the front of my mind right now. And they both deal with hair. So I was at church one day and I do go to a white church, right? But it's all, it's fine. I'm walking down the hall to go get my daughter from the nursery. And all of a sudden I just feel somebody like touching my hair. Which is a no-no rule for African-American women. Right. Go ahead. So I kind of, I hope my eyes didn't give away the panic that I felt. <laughs> but I I turned around to see who it was. It was some older white lady that I've never Aww. seen before. Did you take it easy on Myrtle? You know, I'm always going to be calm okay. unless okay. you just really, really stepped out of line. Okay. But she was like, how long does it take for you to do this? Mm-hmm. And I said about eight hours because I had box braids then. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like, 
when did this hairstyle like become a fad or become popular? It was something to that effect. That's when. And I was like thinking to myself, people have been wearing braids forever. You know, her husband was behind her and he kept trying to, it seemed like he was trying to smooth the situation out because it seemed like he was like, oh Lord. Right, right. Like she done messed up. So he was like, oh, she, she's just jealous. She's so jealous. And she kept telling Not me how jealous. beautiful it was. And um, she was asking me more questions. And then, so I said, well, you know, the women on the ship would braid their hair. When they were coming over here. Wait, I wait, took wait, it wait. there. You took it there? I took it there. Shannon? Okay. Let me, I'm sorry. Let me calm down, guys. Go I ahead. I said on the slave ships, when they were bringing us over here, the women would put like rice and seeds in their hair to make sure that they survived the passage over here. She was just like, oh, okay. I didn't know that. And then her husband kind of dragged her on. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one thing that was fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. The second thing deals with my daughter's hair because we were going on vacation. So we had to find a place for our little dog to stay. Okay. And we found this lady around our area. She was like, you know, like the cat lady, but she was the dog lady. Okay. And so she's like showing us around her house and letting our dog kind of get to know the house and sniff around and stuff. Right, right, right. So my daughter had her hair some kind of way and she's just like put her hand in my daughter's hair and said something about how pretty it was or whatever. I wish my hair was like this or whatever and like my eyes got big. (laughs) (laughs) When we got in the car my husband was like I knew when she touched Malia's hair, that you were about to lose inside. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they were watching Fox News, so that was a red flag anyway. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so those are two instances. Another one was in Publix where um, one of the workers said something about a pretty colored girl talking about my sister. Mm. Now, see, I've had that happen. Majority of myself, because I don't go out a lot, I'm an introvert, happens while I'm at work. And in the field of work, I do encounter different ethnicities. Majority are either Caucasian or Hispanic. The pretty for a color girl line, that happened to me the first couple uh, weeks that I had started this job. And I was so blown away. Like, I didn't know. It was so much stuff that was happening to where it was just like, I was confused on, are they doing this intentionally? And of course, we had people that was like, oh, well, they're older. It's an older. They don't understand or don't mind them. And that's what tweet that used to get on my nerves is don't mind them. My mom, she taught me to respect my elders. But sometimes, baby, you trying me. You know better. (laughs) (laughs) But do they, though? I don't know. I guess they don't. I guess they don't. But if we react a certain way, we don't get that, you know, leeway of, okay, I feel uncomfortable. I feel disrespected. So I feel like that's something that we we just have to just take with a grain of salt. And that's what I was going to ask you. Like, when these things happen, what is your reaction? So when the 
Caucasian guy, um, older guy told me that I was pretty for a black girl. Of course, I'm just starting this job and I'm like, oh, thank you. But in my mind, I'm like, you mother, (laughs) (laughs) you're lucky to be in a position considering that, you know, you are who you are. When I heard that, I was finna tear the club up. Mm, But of course, that don't sound like that white person meant well. They mean well, though. I did. I spoke. I spoke with. And and don't get and I want to say for the record, just in case of anything pop off, for the record, all of these instances that did occur, that do occur at work, I do report it just so I have some type of record. But of course, don't nothing happen. Yeah. That same. Oh, they, they didn't mean it. Don't mind them. They're older. So, of course, we have to swallow a lot. But my reaction is. It, it used to go from grip my teeth and take it to I transition to getting angry to now the person that I am right now. I'm Pearl Jr. That's my mama. Her nickname Pearl. <laughs> I find a witty way to acknowledge or make them think about what they just said to me, you know, to where I'm still respectful, but I'm saying the same thing you just said to me because after I say it, it looks differently, don't it? So that's that's my reaction now. And, you know, some of my coworkers, they hear me and they laugh. They like, oh, my God, I wish I could, you know, be as quick as you. But this is how I how it is now. You have to be that way. I don't get offended no more. I just give it to them how they give it to me. We ain't got time to be offended, baby. Yeah. Our skin color. We got a lot to prove. You would spend your whole life being offended. Right. And there was a period where mentally I did let it like get to me. Like I fell down. I was about to quit my job. Like I was going to just let everything go. But then my mom and dad were like, oh, no, ma'am. <laughs> no, <laughs> you ain't the only person. And I and I felt offended when they told me you ain't the only person this happens to. I was like, what do you mean? Honey, I clutched my pearls, but that was an adjustment. So they come in there and they say whatever they got to say. And I just be like, okay. Props to mom and dad for the reality check. Yes, they they give it to me often. They sometimes it'd be too much. They I'd be like in a good mood and they call me with just a random reality check. Let me tell y'all, I'm humble AF because of my parents, because they don't play no games. You hear me? <laughs> they put me in my place. I'd be thinking I'm on top of my game and they would call me and say, uh-uh, sweetie. <laughs> let me remind you about this. And I'd be like, Jesus, let me just have a moment. <laughs> like come on but that's something we all got to do we got to work on how we react to two things um i do have this one guy and again he's a three he do mean well he's the sweetest little man okay but he points out at every interaction that we're sisters and he loves me and it's just ridiculous the way the world is because we both bleed the same and the first time I heard this from him, I felt like, okay, we're building a connection. Like, I felt special that he was entrusting me, you know, and he, and he goes out of his way to talk to me. But then after the 20th time, <laughs> it's like, wh- like, what do you do? So he is the I see you person. Yes, yes. He, when I cut all my hair off, he oh he saw me, baby. <laughs> he came over there, he saw me. But again, it's like now I'm just like, cause I know he mean well. 
I know you mean well. I, and, and the way I react to it, I say, I just say, yes, yes, sir. Yes, I know. I just not. Yes, we do believe the same. Red. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Nod and smile. And, and that's all you can do. That's the only reaction that you can have. I kind of try to use those moments as like education. Mm-hmm. Hence my reaction to a woman. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but at the same time, it's kind of like a smart comeback. Mm-hmm. Because she asked me about when it became a trend. But the thing about it is you answered her question, though. I did. But yeah, I probably right. answered it in a way that she didn't expect me to answer it. But she asked. And you, that's the thing. You can't come and ask questions and want to get the, the answers that you want to get. No. Well, ain't nothing sugarcoated for us. You asked the question, so we're going to tell you. I, and I like the way you did that. I mean, you gave her facts. You weren't petty like me. <laughs> <laughs> so. I think going to a majority white school, I'm just kind of used to it. Ah, okay. And so it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. And see, that's the thing. When I moved to that school, like, it was a culture shock for me. I'm sure it was. Yeah, <laughs> it was a culture shock. But... I adjusted, though. I was the person at lunch that went from table to table, though. You know how everybody had that one click, like all the nerds sit together? No, I I talked to different people in school. So I had an assorted kind of like friends. So it was okay. And I still talk to them, girl. They be coming to see me. And that's dope. But anyway, you know me. I get off topic. Have you ever experienced that white guilt person that just kind of unloads all of their sins and shame about racism when they talk to you? Like, how do you feel about that person? Mm, I'm going to be honest. I've never had someone unload. Even when all the stuff was going on with the protesting and whatever in 2020, you didn't get people coming to you like apologizing or saying they felt bad because of, you know, they didn't apologize. It's just more or less they wanted to. I guess it was a mixture between the I see you and I got black friends. If okay. I can refer to the def- like the definitions and the, the, the type of three dubs that you gave behavior. So the I see you is, oh, look at you. You're so beautiful. And have you heard what's going on? And. Then they'll just say, well, it's okay. Like they'll let they, they go out of their way to let me know that either their daughter, boyfriend is black or, <laughs> um, or my, my, they'll ask me. And again, they mean well, but they'll see my hair and be like, well, my daughter is pregnant and yes, her, her, um, it, the whisper, that's what gets me. <laughs> The whisper. We should incorporate that in there. You don't have to whisper, baby. We we it's okay. They'll come and they say, Well, my daughter, you know, she's she's expecting. I'm about to be a Mimi. And I'm like, oh, congratulations. They're like, Yes. Well, her boyfriend is black. <laughs> and I'm sitting there nodding, like, oh, okay, okay. Like it's supposed to be a secret. Right. And I'm like, okay. Well, I may need your help, though, especially when it comes to the the, the hair, because I want to make sure we're doing the right thing. Then I'm so happy and proud. And I'm like, okay, I got you. You know, <laughs> we get the hair together and twist it up and stuff. 
Or someday I'll be like, yeah, YouTube got you. Just get on YouTube. Hey, that's my go-to. I'm not lying. That's my go-to. Just get on YouTube, girl. They got everything. I mean, they'll, that... they'll teach you how to braid, steal a car. Just get on YouTube. <laughs> that's <laughs> a good um, answer to kind of make yeah. people do their own. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. So I think it's now time to... <laughs> have a little fun what you think i'm down all right would you rather would you rather be on display in a soul train line or teach a drunk white girl how to dance because they always be asking you how to dance when they get drunk I mean, no i'm just let me just do the social. I'll just be on display. Just watch what I do and then boom. I'll just be on display. I well, I can't. I can't dance for real anyway. So Ooh, <laughs> I can't teach can nobody it. how to dance. Well, baby, y'all get on YouTube. <laughs> get on YouTube, baby. They you can you can it teach you electric slide. They got the new uh what's that? Uh Tamilia dance. The Tamilia dance. Mm-hmm. Get on YouTube. I'm so uncoordinated. Bless it. I haven't even tried the Tamiya dance because I haven't either. I ain't even gonna lie. Let me tell you, I stopped line dancing with the cha cha slide. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't got mm-mm. cause girl, my knees ain't like it used to be. I get out there and I may like wobble or something like that, but then like mm, maybe like a minute and seventeen seconds in the song, I'm like okay, they know I can. They know I got rhythm, <laughs> and then I'm in. I'm out. And be looking like Rick Ross. <laughs> oh, bless his heart, not knees still. <laughs> That's my worst fear is having my knees touch like that. But go ahead. <laughs> oh, you know what I just thought about? This video comes up every year. This is a perfect example of 3-Dub Meanwhile, the Caucasian lady that was teaching hip-hop dance. And she was like, I pulled this from an African piece. In the African piece, their hands was like this. But with hip hop, you gotta ball your fists up and you do it like this. And that's how you feel it. And I was just sitting there watching, like, yeah, yeah. And then it showed like a bunch of other Caucasian um people. They was like doing hip hop dances, but it looked like they had on like you know how you go like let's say you go see the ballet and they had like the tights on, but the tights and they had like the little stocking like socks to go with it too. It's like ballet <laughs> hip hop. That's what it looked like. No. <laughs> hey, I'm telling y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know this video. Let me, I'm gonna do all this to Shannon. You forget mad at me. Hey, if if y'all had that video, everybody just sent it to Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Would you rather comfort a three dub who feels bad about something she heard another white person say or listen to someone scratch a chalkboard? I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. This is hard because I don't want to come off as insensitive, but I'm going to take the chalkboard for a hundred, Alex. <laughs> and the reason why, the reason is there's been plenty of times my feelings have been hurt or I felt bad about something and someone knew it. And was I acknowledged? It was my backpack. So I think that sometimes some people just need time to themselves to analyze what just happened. We don't want to jump in. We, we don't want it to be when black people mean well. So I feel like we'll just give them some time to 
you know, sometimes they just need time to just figure it out. Get that chalkboard out. What about, would you rather engage in a back and forth with a three dub about affirmative action or would you rather write an essay on affirmative action? I write an essay. Yeah, I probably can go to my mama house and dig up one of the old ones and just change the date. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like for what? What's the point? I'm I'm non-confrontational, but I've yeah. been here for it lately with the back and forth. Oh, okay. Unless you just are like one of those crazy people that Cause like see, this is what this is what happens. Some people mean well, but then when they're trying to get their point across, they may say something and take it up to that next level. And I don't want it to be that way. So I just leave it. It is what it is. If that's how you feel. I leave it like that. I don't I don't like to debate people nowadays. If you're going to be belligerent, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So I just avoid it altogether. I just go vote. All right. Would you rather host the Sunday family dinner every day for a week or be the informal Voice of the black people at work. Oh, when I come home, I don't like doing all the extra stuff. Sometimes I, mm, I have to do the inform. Mm, this is a hard one. I'm, a, I'm gonna tell you this. I hate cooking, so I'm gonna be Mrs. Black Person. <laughs> hey, they gonna put that on your name tag, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's hard. Cause I don't. Mm, I love my family. I don't want to do all that every, every week like that. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, 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 I just take one for the team. <laughs> just give me advance that way I, I have enough time to gather what I need to do. You know what I'm saying? And then I present it properly in 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 the in the meetings. You know. All right. The last one. Would you rather teach your white coworkers Black History 101, or listen to one of them try to explain Black History 101 to you? You know what? I, I would rather just sit there and have them. I want to know what they know. So I take the time to be quiet and just listen. It might be entertaining. Yeah, I take the time out because they may know some. So I let them explain to me. It may be informative to me. It may be something I don't know. So let's get it. Teach me. All right, then. All right. Okay, well, I think it's time for Lisa's Pieces. This piece um, is titled When They Mean Well, but this is from an aspect of someone falling in love with someone and it didn't turn out the way they thought it would be. And I tell you, he held the door open for me. It led to him holding my hand. What will they think? Those were the thoughts in his head. As the leaves went from green to different shades of auburn, orange, brown, eventually falling and laying there, unknowingly representing what was to come, what will they say? Lingered. Love was there, but the intention was not. The wet rain came and went, and the sun shined bright above my brow honey drippings and he thought this was something something clever but unclear and that with that honey the bee's knees she thought they would be 
flowers swaying in the breeze. As time progressed, so did the distance between the two. As he said, he didn't know how to push through, unable to open up fully and disclose the truth. He ended her once beautiful smile because their skin was two shades of blue. Daddy wouldn't understand and his mom would be uncomfortable. So it was best to let it lie so everyone could go their way and be who they are. Mm. Was that based on your daughter's experience? Yes, it was. <laughs> or your experience? Yes, something like that. <laughs> so as we're drawing near the end of this podcast, I feel it's very important that we do acknowledge the differences. And due to the way of the world and how things are, we have somewhat accepted and have moved on. We have moved on and accepted the injustice, misrepresentation, and racism. We know you mean well, no matter the culture, white, black, Hispanic, Indian, and Asian, but sometimes common sense is common sense. Just relax and just be. Being extra nice only makes it worse. Just be natural, guys. Yeah, I think that sums it up pretty well. All right. (laughs) Next week... We are discussing the ways in which we perpetuate the stereotypes that have been placed upon us as black people. Of course, we got to get into the history of how those stereotypes came to be. And we're going to talk about how they might still affect us. Meanwhile, we'll be on IG and Facebook. If you haven't already, follow us. If you're on Facebook, just search Blacktivities. And on IG, we're at Blacktivities Pod. We love to hear from you guys. Feel free to DM us your feedback on this episode. And until next week, King and Queens, keep doing big things. Leg up.